Hi, this is Kathy Arug, your host for today's Liberal Sherpa podcast, because I am the only Liberal Sherpa known by gazillions, millions. Wait, gazillions is more than millions, right? So, um, okay, this is about the vote uh, and women's rights. And no, do not tune out because this is about your mama. And everyone has a mama, whether you like it or not. This is about your mama, men. So tune in because I'm going to be interviewing um, Kelly, a lawyer, a human rights lawyer, Kelly Hyman, about women's issues and women's rights and equal pay and all that good stuff. And what's Trump doing compared to what Biden's doing? And you might be super surprised um, because I really couldn't find what was going on. So she's going to spell it out for me. And uh, this is right now, um, this is a statement by the president, according to uh, the Seth Meyers show. Uh, I think it's called The Late Night uh, with Seth Meyers Show. And it has Amber Ruffin, and Amber Ruffin has a great segment. And it's called Amber Ruffin Says What? And they gave her a new show on Peacock. It's a streaming network, and it's new this week. So, hey, here's a shout out to Amber. And good luck with the show. I can't be, wait to watch. But here's what President Trump has done for women. He has done more for women than any other president. No, seriously, you got to listen. President Trump has tweeted a lot of ridiculous things recently, but perhaps the most ridiculous was this tweet from Thursday. I've done more for women than just about any president in history. Here to talk about it is one of our writers, Amber Ruffin. Hi, Seth. Hi, Amber. What do you think about Trump saying he's done more for women than any American president in history? I think he's correct. You don't disagree with that statement? Why should I? It's true. It is? It is. How is that possible? What has he done? What has Trump done for women? Well, he did this. He did that. He did this and this and this. Don't you forget about that. But those are all bad things. He didn't say he's done good things for women. He just said no president has done more. And he's right. No president has done more for women. To make our lives worse. He's done this. Okay, Amber Ruffin, so funny. Um, I'm so happy she got her own show. She's a writer, so of course she's a genius. Uh, no, I'm not just saying that because I'm a writer, a print journalist. Um, okay, so now I'm just trying to like kiss up to Amber, but super cool, watch her show. And I'm just sitting here waiting for Kelly to call. So any second now, we're gonna find out what more uh, President Trump has done for women. And what does, uh, Biden, Biden haven't planned for women. <laughs> okay. Hi, Kelly, is that you? Yes. Hi, Kathy. It's nice to hear your voice. How are you doing? <laughs> Hope you and your family are well. <laughs> yes, we are well. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for asking. Yeah, you're... I hope all your listeners are doing well, and thank you so much for having me on your show. No, this is important, Kelly, because you're a guru. You know this um, subject way more than me, even though I may say and brag that I do. Um, you are, okay, you, you have to correct me. Uh, I'm recording, by the way, like right now. You just, uh, we've been waiting for your call. 
So very sweet. Thank you so much. You are, uh, yeah, no, I've been sitting here all morning, like for five hours. I'm so glad you finally called. It really, it was exhausting. Uh, okay, so uh, my gosh, I'm like a Cuban old mom that just gives the guilt trip. It's really awful. Yeah, so, okay, uh, Kelly Hyman, uh, people have seen you everywhere. Uh, most recently, NBC, right? You were most yeah. recently on NBC because you are a, uh, how would you say it? Human rights um, activist, lawyer, like how do, I, how do I properly introduce you? without messing it up? Oh, you're very sweet. Um, people just, you know, call me Kelly. I've been kind um, and had some people call me a modern-day Aaron Brockovich. Um, I advocate um, for people that have been harmed. I was raised by a single mom, and I'm very proud of that. I am very pro-women, equality. I um, want to make this world a, a better place for all of us. Well, then I love you. Um, <laughs> so all women should love you. Because it sounds like you're fighting the fight. And you've been on conservative channels. You've been on all of them to fight the fight. Like, you're not afraid of talking about the topics that a lot of people don't want to talk about. Uh, you know, I think it's. I think it's. It, I think it's important. I think it's really important. Unfortunately, our country right now is very divided, not united, and I hope that changes. But I think it's important for us to have a conversation and to talk with people. You know, that we may have different views, but a lot of us have common ground. I mean, there's been studies that show that eighty percent of most Americans will agree on almost everything. There's a few people that don't agree on certain issues you know, 10% on the right or 10% on the left. But I think it's important for us to come together and, and talk about these issues. They're, you know, very important. Well, it was funny because I, I recently saw someone said like, oh, thank goodness she went on, you know, like uh, Fox News or, uh, you know, um, what is the other one? There's O-A-N-N, there's Newsmax. Newsmax, there's, yeah. Yeah, all those guys. And they're like, oh, thank God the liberals aren't afraid. And it's like, I know, you know, Kelly's not afraid. I've never been afraid. We're not afraid to go on and, and, and fight the good fight. Like, we've, we've got the facts. It's not that hard to debate the facts, right, Kelly? I mean, you're not afraid. I, you know I agree with you 100%, and I do consider myself a, a moderate uh, Democrat um, from that standpoint as, as well. But no, absolutely. Um, I, you know, I think it's important to, to discuss the issues and, and, and have an open conversation. I think it's really important right now that we put our country over politics um, because we have such an important election. And it's how important it is for people to exercise their right and vote, whether you're Republican, Democrat, independent, but let your voice be heard. And I think that's really, really important. And know the issues and really know what's going on uh, with our country and what our president is doing and what he plans to do. And I think it's important for the American people to think, are you better off sitting here today than you were four years ago? And the answer is no. And no. that's why it's really important for change. You know, that used to be the motto. Like, it was funny because every president ran on that. Who started that? Was it, like, George uh, Bush Sr. that started that one? Are you better I don't off? Know. Who, who started that one? Is, are you better off now than you were four years ago? It wasn't Obama. 
I don't remember. It wasn't Carter. I don't think it was it Reagan. I don't know who started that. I'm not that. sure. God, it was one of those guys and, I, well, presidents, look at me, guys. One of those fellas, <laughs> like, you know, it could be a grandma. One of those fellas, uh, you know, those youngsters said, uh, are you better off now than you were four years ago? And you don't hear a single politician saying that now. And I don't understand why Biden hasn't made that his motto. Because for everyone wearing a mask, for everyone who can't go to Disney World, for everyone who can't enjoy their favorite restaurant, uh, that's the perfect question. Are you better off now than you were four years ago? No, I'm not. If if my children aren't going to school and having fun after school, no. Women aren't better off now than they were four years ago. No. Absolutely not. What <laughs> Trump's done to women, absolutely not. You know, and also people, my heart and prayers go out to any of your listeners that anyone's been affected by COVID-19 or lost a family member. And the healthcare providers that put their life on the line every single day to help us, thank you for all that you do. I mean, these are very stressful times, difficult times. People are worried about how they're going to pay their rent, put food on their table. Um, these are serious concerns that people have. And, and if you have any kind of concern or any kind of issue, it's important to exercise your right and vote. Your vote can make a difference. This election is going to be so close. And one vote can make a difference. And I think that that's important for people to know and realize and, and to vote. Well, it, it, it's funny because there's, uh, not funny, but there's a comedian. Um, it's Amber says uh, what? She's on um, the Seth Meyers show. And she uh, there's a segment that uh, he, uh, he posted, Trump says he's done more for women. And she's a comedian. She's like, yes, he has done more for women more bad things for women and she went and she went on such a it was the list was so long that she laid down because she was tired during the segment because she had to write up the list and it was like 40 things that he's done wrong for women what so so at the end of the day how do you how do you explain to those who haven't actually been following what trump has done for women or not done for women compared to why you think Biden will do something better for women because this is your area. You fight for women. What has Trump done that's negative that we don't see in the headlines compared to how's Biden going to fix it? How are we going to convince women this this president hasn't done the right thing, but this one will? Like what? Like what? There are so many things in Trump, but, but let's talk about, I think, um, equal pay. Blocking laws that promote equal pay in the workplace. Trump administration is currently working to repeal an executive order made by President Obama that forced large companies of 100 employees or more to report wages that they were paying on the employees. So right now, women have absolutely no idea in, in that regard. That's one thing that is that is horrible. There was um, the Equal Rights Movement, which is is, is strong women's uh, movement to try and help women. Trump administration asked the courts to toss a lawsuit over equal rights amendment. So if you're a woman that you're going to vote for Trump, I'm sorry. In all due respect, you are voting against your interest. Let's talk about health care. Yeah. You know, what, what about women in health care? I mean, there's Trump hasn't done anything for health care. He, uh, he came in and said we're, he had no plan. His whole platform was we're going to build a wall. And that, that was his whole platform. Right. Yeah. And so in regard to health care, 
Oh, let's let's appeal Obamacare. Okay, it's been three and a half years. Nothing has been done for people in their health care. I mean, this is outrageous. He has no plan for women at all. Um, preventing sexual assault victims from getting their day in court. What? Trump reversed, yes. What? Trump reversed a 2014 law that forced federal contractors to comply with labor and civil rights law. So without this law, federal contractors no longer need to make their pay- paychecks transparent. Remember, like the wage gap. And women who complain of sexual harassment or discrimination can be forced to arbitrate. So basically, arbitrating is you're not going to court. You're not having your day in court, right? You're, you're, you're not in front of the jury and, and making your arguments. Um, you, you have an arbitrator basically deciding that. Wait, what's an arbit? Like, what do you mean an arbitrator? What does that mean? A mediator? Sure. A mediator? Absolutely. Sure. So under the... Under, the, basically, it's, some would say that it's a violation of your Seventh Amendment right, your constitutional right, to have you have a to have a trial by a, a jury, right, yeah. by, by your peers. So you go you go to court and and you, you you file a complaint and you you know exercise and do that. However, in regards to arbitration, you don't go to court. Um, there's, you don't have your day in, in, in court or a, a trial or for the judge to hear a case. Basically, an arbitrator will listen and basically make a binding determination. It's basically taking away one of your fundamental rights. And, and it's, it's, it's a shame. You know, there's all this stuff is, is going on that people are just, just not, you know, not aware of, of, of what's, of what's going on. Yeah. Um, Halting efforts to track the gender pay gap. In August, Trump stopped an Obama-crafted rule from going into effect that would make companies track payment database on race and gender. Um, Okay. Why, why is there, why did he make, what I don't understand, why are there rules, like, I I know the schoolhouse rock, you know, your, your bill waiting on Capitol Hill, like I think we could all remember kind of that waiting to be a law. So why are why are there acts and laws that don't like last forever? Why why aren't these things that Obama, why didn't Obama do something with his wand and say this is going to last forever? Why is this all able to be canceled under another president? Why aren't they lasting forever? Why 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 do things expire? You know, like my bread expires, but but why should laws expire? Right, you know, that's, so you know, that's, that's I a know. very, I'm, you know, good, good point. Are you um, sure? You know, from from that standpoint. Kelly, I'm so you know, basic. I'm yeah. so basic. I feel like I'm a little dumb, but I think... No, I, not I, at all. I, no, I'm no. not a lawyer. I'm not a lawyer. Like, I, I, I report on it, but I don't understand the logistics of it. I don't get it. Like, why? Why does this happen? You know, there's there's certain administrations implement certain procedures and certain protocols, but when a new administration comes in, there you know there comes you change. You can see you know how Trump's you know all of a sudden you know writing all these executive orders and and, and doing this, and someone argue he didn't have the authority to do that. But each administration implements certain um, organizations, um, you know, certain types of, of of groups and stuff like that. In regards to, um, like, Obama put a lot of stuff in place to help women. Uh, Trump came in and disbanded the White House Council on Women and Girls. What? I mean, yes. 
What? I know. Yes. I, wait, wait, wait. I know about the pandemic team, but he disbanded that too? He disbanded the White House Council on Women and Girls. Yes. Women was, and Girls? Able, yes. What? Yes. We need a break. Yes. We need a break. Hold on. We need a break. This is a good, like, this is a good break. Okay, explain to me. He disbanded, uh, what is it, the Council Against Women and Girls? What? He disbanded the White House Council on Women and Girls. Who put this Seems in place? Kind of harsh, yeah. Who put this in place, the Council for Women and Girls? Like, when did that start? Yes, I believe that started with um, Obama. Yep. So Trump put the Department of Labor's Women's Bureau on a shopping block as part of his, his proposed 2018 budget. Oh, no. So why? Why Why would he? Why, why do they do that? Does the money go elsewhere? Is that what happens? The budget just goes elsewhere and that's why they do these things? Some could, you know, argue that and some could some could say that he, you know, is not a strong advocate, you know, for, for women and for equality of women and for equal pay. I mean, just look at the equal rights um, amendment lawsuit that they're that they're fighting against. I mean, there's there's so many things in regards to to women that that he's he's done um, is, you know, is, is horrific. Uh, reversing um, sexual assault guidelines. The Trump administration, through the Secretary of Education, announced that it would re- reverse the directive that forced universities to quickly investigate on-campus sexual um, assault. This is something uh, President Obama had enacted um, that required, which lowered the burden of proof and cutting federal funds to school weren't compliant in 2011. Basically, Trump's coming in, whatever Obama did, he wants to reverse and change and get rid of. Uh, so so Betsy DeVos could control that at the college level? Like, is that well, far not reaching? so much. It's just, it's just reversing. There was, there was implementation in, in place that... Um, the president Obama enacted that required a lower burden of proof and that cut federal funding if the schools weren't compliant in regards to um, sexual assault guidelines. So that, you know, change as well. There's, there's so many things that, that, that Trump has done to, to hurt women, especially, as I said before, in regards to um, the pay gap. I mean, what women make compared to men is absolutely horrific. Oh, yeah. Equal work for equal pay. I'm a strong advocate of that. Absolutely. Oh, that's not happening. You work happening. hard that's and you happening. should get what you deserve. Oh, no, but, you know, being a, being a Latina in this country, we are the lowest on the totem pole. I think uh, when I started my publication, we were at 48 cents to every dollar for equal work. And I think now I think we're up to 55 cents, maybe, maybe 51. So I have to work 80 hours to make what uh, a man makes for 40 hours, if I'm lucky, you know. You know, that's not even... No one's going to make me work 80 hours. So at the end of the day, I can't, I, I make 50 cents to every white man's dollar. And, and you know, it's horrible. Yeah. No, you're right. According to a USA Today study, 
Women earn 82% of full-time weekly paycheck of men. African-American women earn 68%. And Latina women earn 62% of full-time weekly pay of of a white man. That's according to the U.S. Today. Oh, we went up. Because, uh, yeah, when I I started Catalina, we were at 48 cents. So we're at 62 cents. That's great. So <laughs> this is this is horrible. I know, I know. It's like, and, and I've I've heard that um, it, it's so sad because the majority of households right now with children are run by single moms, and you were raised by a single mom, and the moms are getting seventy cents, sixty cents, uh, eighty cents to a man, and they're raising the children. So, oh yeah, and maternity leave. His Trump's administration is pushing a bill to allow six weeks of paid leave as opposed to the 12 weeks of unpaid leave currently mandated by the Family Medical Leave Act of 1993. So, uh, oh, my, I, I'm just going to I'm going to lay down for a minute while you um, keep telling me this because I'm going to have a heart attack. I, I know, but... I, maybe, maybe, you know, I should stop and, no, and, and just, no. you know, and tell people how important it is to really get out there and vote. No, no, I, know, can, I can to, handle to it. Check. Yeah, but the problem is, okay, so I, I got a que- I've got two actually questions before I, I came into this with you. Um, one is, why aren't more um, of women's, uh, women's rights, the women's laws mentioned at the rallies? Why don't these questions come up? Why don't women's issues come up at the rallies? That was a question that came in, by the way, uh, via, via Twitter. I got a direct message because they knew I was um, going to interview you. So, oh, great. Wh- yeah. So that's one. I got another one. But why, why, why aren't women's issues? Why aren't these things brought up during rallies? Like, why? Why is no one talking? Why? Why aren't they asking Trump about these things? Yeah. You know, because Trump, right, because I think that Trump will just go, oh, I've, you know, I've done so much for, for women. I've, you know, I've, I've done, um, just look at his cabinet. I mean, the amount of women in, 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 in the positions, it's like an all-time low. I think it's it's at the same as we're going way back to, you know, George Bush time. I mean, this, it's, and it amazes me that women, you know, support him. Um, and, and, and want to, you know, vote for him. You're voting against your, you know, your interest if you are voting, voting for Trump as, as a woman. But how would they know? Because he's not mentioning it. And no. no one's mentioning it, really. Um, I try to follow as much. I read about the ERA. I, I have followed uh, the Victims Against Women's Act, which, um, I'm sorry, Violence Against Women's Act, which Biden passed um, as a senator. And it was with Orrin Hatch. But that's just laying there on Mitch McConnell's feet. It was passed by the um, by Pelosi in the House, but the Senate won't pass it, and um, it's just sitting there, and no one seems to know or or really care. But I've been watching that one since February, and it hasn't moved. So there's a few acts that I've been following for women that haven't moved at all, but no one's really talking about it. You know, I watch the evening news, which most people get to watch the evening news. We don't. Most people come home, they don't watch CNN or anything for like five hours. So in half an hour, they're not talking about women's issues. So if the rallies don't mention the women's issues and they're covering the rallies, how the heck do people know about the women's issues? 
You know, I think that's a really good point. And it's interesting to know that when you when you do a quick search, you look, you know, for women's issues and you see, go to Biden's website and he has a whole woman's agenda, like a whole, you know, a, a, you know, pages dedicated to women. And, 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 and Trump, you know, doesn't. It's not it's not yeah. a priority to him. You know, and I think that we as women need to be thinking about that. I mean, look at all the women that came out and, um, you know, alleged a sexual assault from Trump. Another woman came out recently. And it's like we can't ignore this as women. You know, we need to say equal work for equal pay. We we work hard. We, we just, you know, deserve this. And we should get this and exercise our right and vote. And everyone has a mom. I mean, who would say they don't want their moms to get paid equally? You know, it's just, that's beyond me. Um, But you're right. So it's true. I've done, I've actually done the homework. I go to Biden's page. There's a whole plan for women, for what he'll do for women. But when I go to uh, Trump's page, there's nothing. There's no agenda for women if he wins the presidency again. So that, I think that simple search right there speaks volumes. Um, Absolutely. Uh, There's no doubt about that. Absolutely. And I I think it's important that your listeners, you know, are aware of that. I think that's really, really important. Um, You know, the the people are considering Trump. Um, You know, why? What, What as a woman, what has he done for you? Yeah, I'm not I'm not better off than I was four years ago. I could tell you that much, you know, uh, you're not alone. People are struggling. No, personally, professionally. No, I'm cafeteria lady every day at noon. I I have to, I actually provide menus for my um, homeschoolers. Uh, They pick, Uh yeah, they have menu items. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm a cafeteria worker at noon. I take great pride in the meals I serve, but you know, it's a little exhausting. And I've got many friends from many professions who are uh, today. I have a friend who she's a lawyer um, I've known her for 19 years. She started Catalina Magazine with me. And at 11.30, she said, I got to go. I'm, I'm on cafeteria duty. It was, she's in New York three days a week. Those kids are at home. And it's up to the women to be home three days a week, no matter what job you have. If you have kids, you, you've got to, you know, the, the, the kids are at home. They're not at school. Because that's the way the schools are running now with COVID. The women are, are the caregivers. And, and it doesn't matter what your profession is. They have to be fed at noon. Um, okay, this is from a single mom. This is a question uh, for you that came in from a single mom that I thought was very interesting. Uh, she said, I can't vote for Biden. I just don't like him. Why would I vote for him? That was, that was the question. That was it. Okay. Yep. Right. That, that was and, it. And so... And, and- and I, you know, don't know why the person, you know, does doesn't like them. But you, you have to think about, you know, as a woman, can can you vote for someone that doesn't support equal pay for you? That once you, you know, have less days off when you, you know, have a child. Biden, a VP, is is a woman, Kamala Harris, who is a trailblazer. You know, as as a woman. I hope that in our lifetime, um, and especially in your beautiful daughter's lifetime, that we have a woman president. It's time for change. And so, and I I believe that Biden is a step forward and that he cares about our country and that if you vote for Trump, 
how can you vote for someone, according to the Washington Post, has over 20,000 lies or misleading statements that, that doesn't care about our country. You know, this 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 is a time, and and you know, and some would say if you don't like him, then do you, do you like Trump? Do you like what he's done? Are you better off today than you are four years ago? No, and it, it's important, you know, to to vote. I mean, I hate to say, you know, the lesser of two evils, um, but there's a clear clear choice of, of where our country needs to go. And all your young listeners listeners that care about the environment, there should be no issue to vote for Trump over Biden for, for what Trump has done to our environment and continues to do to our environment. Um, and so if you're concerned about the future or the future generation, there seems to me that there's no other choice. I mean, you have, I've never seen in my lifetime so many Republicans come out and support a Democratic nominee. I haven't, I don't know about you, Kathy, and, and I'm, I'm not trying to, you know, put politics o- over our country. I'm, I'm saying I've never seen this before. Uh, well, it's so funny because being a Cuban, uh, Cubans are known for being Republicans. Yes, and that's a, very true. Yeah, and it's because of the Bay of Pigs, which he thinks he got a Bay of Pig award. And I had to explain on Twitter, I took a Q&A for an hour on what the Bay of Pigs actually was during the Kennedy administration. But uh, I, and I, did a, I did a PSA for a Cuban group. But they said, they actually came out and said, uh, Trump is a dictator. How do we know this? We're Cuban. We've seen it before. And it's funny because I've never seen so many um, Cubans from Miami actually not be Republicans and, and accuse someone, a sitting president, of being a dictator. And that's a lot coming from a Cuban because there's nothing worse than Castro for a Cuban. So um, you, you've got such a, such a great point, which is why, can I brag? Is it okay if I say that you have a podcast coming out uh, called Kelly knows because you know way more about these things than um just us innocent reporters that listen to you experts the kelly knows oh, you're, you're very sweet we, we we all know a lot and and i i, I welcome um to hear from the the viewers and listeners um but thank you I'm, I'm very very excited about it and i hope that your listeners will uh listen and enjoy it as much as they enjoy your amazing show. Oh, they're going to love it. And, and and Chris Hahn is already excited, the progressive aggressive. He's already excited to blast your podcast with his um, with his promos. So oh, I apologize. Thank you. I apologize in advance for Chris Hahn taking over with his podcast um, ads. <laughs> um, he's hilarious. He's fighting the good fight like you do on all these channels. But um, thank you so much. Thank you so much because I, I've read all of this, but I had no idea that so much was being reversed and that's, that's really awful. And I wish it would made more headlines. Um, uh, the headlines are whether he could drink a glass of water or not at a rally. Uh, uh, I know you saw those headlines, how he held the glass of water. Um, yes. I, I'd like the headline to be how much women are making compared to men for equal work. I, I think that should be our headline. And, and it's not. And I want it to be. And, and Biden should make it that too as well. I, it's, it, it, you know? Um, I, 
I, I agree with you. And, and you know, we, we lost a, a, a woman's advocate, not only a woman's advocate, uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, may she rest in peace, but an advocate for voters' rights and for the environment. But we must remember, today we mourn, tomorrow we vote. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, that was, I, I've heard from so many women. Um, they actually took weekends off. Um, Randy Weingarten, which was a AFT president, a union president for teachers, had, a, she said she had a really rough weekend uh, because of the loss of um, the justice. Uh, this was a hard one for us, for, for a lot of women. Did, I, did you go on NBC? You went on NBC to talk about that? Uh, Absolutely. Yes, I, you know, I, I, I did. Um, you know, it was is very difficult. She was a true pioneer. And, and as a, you know, lawyer and as an advocate, there's so much that she did for gender equality when she was a lawyer. I mean, she graduated number one in her class, which is absolutely, you know, a, a, amazing, a brilliant, brilliant human being that came up with creative um, arguments. She argued argued six times in front of the Supreme Court and won five times, which is wow. absolutely am- amazing. Um, and and fought so hard for for the the good fight. And so we must remember her and and, and honor her um, for everything that she's done today. And this is this is awful because this gets to the gossipy part of politics. But I watched. Um, I've been I've been watching a little bit of cable news. And the president and Mitch McConnell are trying to say that her dying wish is is a fabrication. You know, the dying wish was to choose a, uh, her replacement after she passes. Have you heard that? Have you heard that? I, I have, and you know, I I I I think it's it's sad. We have to think back in in 2016 when Obama was president. And the president has the power to nominate someone to the Supreme Court. And he did nominate um, a a person to the the Supreme Court. And uh, the Republicans uh, came out. And and Mitch McConnell came out and said, you know, we we need to wait until after there is a new president in place. You know, that that in in a lot of other Republicans um, also came out. It's a very important election and that we need to let the people hear. And now, in 2020, um, when we're even closer to the election, um, it's a different different story. And a majority uh, of the American people, from this uh, study that I that I read, um, support the idea that we should we should wait, um, and the American people, you know, should vote um, for Trump or a Biden. And after that, make you know the president. Um, whoever, you know, the, the people, whether it's reelecting Trump or um, electing Biden, should make the, the nomination. And I, I think that's, you know, correct, um, that that should happen. Unfortunately, it doesn't look that way. Um, and so that's why it's even more important for people to exercise their right and vote in November. It's so important. Not only we have the presidents, we have senators up for reelection. Um, if you don't like what they're doing, potential governors in people's states, um, you know, down down the, the, the list of, of, of people running to exercise your right and vote. All these peaceful protests will be for nothing if people don't get out and vote. You're so Please right. Vote. You're so right. The protest, uh, the Women's March, you know, everything after he was elected, it is for nothing if people don't vote, if they don't show up. And that's the biggest problem. 
if, if everyone did show up to vote, all the young people, all the minorities, all the Latinos, uh, we would have a different story, I think. So where do we find you? You're on, you're on Twitter. You're, we could, we could bug you on Twitter, right? Yes. Kelly Hyman one on, on Twitter. I'm also on uh, Instagram as well. I, I would love to, to hear from your amazing uh, viewers. Um, please feel free to, to follow me. Um, I know I'm following you, Kathy. <laughs> uh, I know. I'm like, I'm, 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 I'm fighting uh, for uh, Latino ESL students this week. Um, you know, the, oh, the, good. the silent uh, uh, minority at the schools, at the public schools. Um, and then the Kelly Knows podcast, which is coming so soon. So I can't wait because I can't keep up. So if we want to know anything that's going on with women's issues, then you have to help us. So I'm so excited. Absolutely. I'm so excited you're doing a podcast because um, I don't know where to turn, really, most of the time. I, like you said, I went to both websites. Biden had a plan. Trump did not have a plan. And that just spoke volumes to me, but I thought I got it wrong. So thank you for clearing up that I'm not nuts. It, You're not. You it, didn't get it wrong. I do. Once there'll be a page up tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. You're welcome, Trump. You're welcome, uh, President Trump. You know, you forgot about the page about women, Mr. Uh, President, sir. Thank you so, so much. And um, this uh, will go right up. And I know you're so super busy. So uh, you're a lawyer for human rights. You're uh, the Aaron Brockovich. And... Um, Thank you. I, I'm so lucky because now I'm more educated and um, I try, Kelly, but I really I really can't keep up. I, I get it's, it's hard. You know, you've got it's very difficult. People, you know, they're schooling their children. They're worried about their jobs, their rent, their food. There's so much going on. There's only so much we can do in a day. Um, <laughs> but one thing is all I ask is just please vote. You exercise your right and remember country over party. It now is the time. Yeah, well, that's deep. So, yeah, uh, la last time I went to vote, um, I allowed uh, my little girls to do the little notch. I don't know if we're allowed to do that, but they came in the booth with me and they actually voted for Hillary Clinton. Uh, so they actually could say they voted, but I told them how to push the button. Um, I don't know if that was legal or not. They were, they were like four. But uh, yeah, they voted for Hillary Clinton. So they like voting. Voting is so much fun to get kids involved in, to show them that we can make a difference, even though, you know, we all know how that turned out. Okay, I'm gonna go cry now, but um, <laughs> thank you. Uh, it's, uh, it's, it's sad, but powerful. And I can't wait for your podcast. So you could teach me more, so I can, um, so I can talk more intelligently about women's issues. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks your, to your listeners for listening. Be safe, stay healthy, and take good care of yourself. Thank you for fighting the good fight. Thank you. You as well. Okay, bye. Bye, Kelly. Bye. Bye. Wow. Just when I thought I knew everything, I don't. Uh, so that's Kelly Hyman. Um, and please look for her Kelly Knows podcast. It's going to be on, uh, or it's on. I don't know when this comes out. Uh, it's going to be on Revolver podcast. It's going to be everything about women's issues, which I really can't keep up with. I thought I knew where to look. And um, apparently I was looking in the right places. I just wasn't finding anything and I didn't know why. Now I know why. Okay. And if you have any questions, always go to Twitter, Aru, Kathy. Um, and okay. See you next time. Bye.